Episode 132 of Chillin' on Batman. I am Kyle Davis, and we have Justin Shanlin, just chillin'. Hey. What's up, Justin? How are you? You know, just working, being a teacher and all that. Working for the man. Working for the man. Lawn hours, little appreciation, bunch of snot-nosed kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's been a minute. What has it been, like a month since we've recorded again? Uh, it's been like a month and a half, or even longer, maybe. I, I know. So apologies are all on our end. We've been wanting to do a couple episodes here or there. My computer crashed. Right before that, Kyle's computer crashed. It's the end of the semester. I got a couple days left of school. Um, It's just been – I got sick for like two weeks straight. Like I, I'm finally feeling better. Like we tried to record the other night, and I was coughing so much we had to stop. The forces of nature are trying to keep us down. I know. But here we are, so, and we were, like, we were going to record a couple weeks ago because we heard that, you know, the casting of Batman was imminent. Mm-hmm. It was like, Kyle, any day now, Batman's going to be cast. We need to, you know, be ready for that. And so, like, the days were just, like, ticking by, ticking by, and it sounds like we finally have uh, our new Cape Crusader, if you would say. Nothing official yet, nothing, no, no one signed to the dotted line, but it sounds like... Matt Reeves and company have their man, so... It sounds more and more certain by the day. I mean, there hasn't been any news to... to negate what's been, you know, what's been... But as of... If you've not been living under a rock for the last week and a half, um, or last couple of days, I should say, um, we unofficially have our new Batman. Sort of unofficially maybe have the Batman. So, and that would be uh, Cedric Diggory himself, or t- what is he, Team Edward or Jacob? I don't. I never watched Twilight. Edward Cullen. So, uh, so Robert Pattinson, uh, Variety kind of had the scoop. Um, that saying that uh, Robert Pattinson is in talks in the in uh, final. Neg- what, what did it say? Final negotiations to be the play the Batman. Yeah, final stages. So it's uh, it's coming up. It's coming up. We we got very little time before it's official. I feel like say that again, one more time. <laughs> I feel like we do not have a lot to wait. Well, not not a long time to wait before it actually becomes official. Well, I just know that you know what was said because it was weird because Variety Justin Crow came out with his story and then like Deadline and then Boris Kick came out with theirs saying that he is in the lead, but Nicholas Holt. And Army Hammer are also on the list as well, so it's uh, it's kind of like a waiting game still. Yeah, yeah. Like, and before we get into whether or not we love, like, or hate the idea of Robert Pattinson as Batman, I will say that I'm glad that the ball is finally rolling, that they are finally beginning to cast a film, because there's a lot of things. That need to happen before this movie, you know, gets underway. Casting the movie, pre-production, sounds like the script's almost done. 
But, you know, finally, we're almost there. All I know, I'll say this. If Nicholas Holt is Batman, if he, for some reason, gets the role, I'll be so pissed off. He is not who I want. You know, I've seen I've seen a lot of names on the list. You know, I've seen multiple lists. Ansel Edgort was on it. Madden was on it. But Madden's, you know, he's doing internals now. Uh, you know, I've seen Army Hammer's name has been on that list now for a little bit. There's just a lot of people to me that I've just, you know, don't want to see as as Batman. And as soon as I started seeing, you know, those fan picks, those those, you know, artist renderings of Pattinson as Batman a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I could see him do it because he has sort of been in the Hollywood game now for a little bit. And, you know, he, you know, started off his career, I believe it was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, right? I think it was his first role, wasn't it? Wasn't him as Harry Potter, I mean, not Harry Potter, but Second Trigger, his first, you know, big movie role? I actually actually do not know. I I haven't gone all the way to the back of his IMDb to find out for sure. Well, I just know that he has had two major franchises under his belt already, you know, with Harry Potter and then Twilight. And he's kind of like a Warner Brothers guy, you know, with Harry Potter. I don't think was Twilight in Warner was Twilight a Warner Brothers movie? I think that might have been like New Line or something. Well, I be, like New Line's a subsidiary of Warner Brothers, so Oh yeah, maybe it's the same banner. Kind of makes sense if they already got that repertoire mm. of I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that curious. But um, it's definitely been an interesting, you know, couple days in regards to if he's got it, if he doesn't have it. So, and no one knows. Like I've asked so many people, and everyone (laughs) says that he's the guy. But it's just like a matter. Like everyone's just kind of like waiting for the official announcement from Matt Reeves. Or from, uh, or from Warner Brothers. So I don't know. It's just been like I'm trying to stay focused because every like five seconds I'm like scrolling. Is there news? Is there news? Is there news? <laughs> and uh, it's been interesting. I I'm glad that you know we finally are underway with casting. You know we'll have to talk about you know the villains that are supposed to be in the Batman here as well because it sounds like there's gonna be. You know, a huge amount of rogues gallery in this first film, you know, with Penguin and Catwoman and so. But let's get to if Robert Pattinson does snag the role, if he it's official here, what are your thoughts on it, Kyle? I am actually quite in favor of this, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, I, I've actually been someone that's been following his career a little bit after his Twilight days. Uh, I haven't seen all of his movies, but he's been doing a lot of more like independent art house kind of stuff. But he's always been very good in those movies. He's a solid actor. I think he not only has the mannerisms, but he has the looks that really suits Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, what do you, what have you seen of him? Um, that you really kind of like? Because I said on Twitter last night, he's like he has my full support. 
he sort of reforged his career. He doesn't even like the Twilight films from you know interviews I've seen. I believe in even in one of the I was seeing somebody talk about uh, one of the commentary tracks. He's over there eating a hamburger, you know, <laughs> instead of like paying attention to the movie. So the only I think the only thing I've seen from him since then would have been a good time from from a year or two ago. That's that was, such a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Like I absolutely can kind of see see him donning the call, being the bat, the dark knight, as you will. Um, what else? So that's the only film that you've seen. What about the you know, that film has given you uh some parlay or some uh some thoughts that he could actually pull off the role as, you know, Batman. I think he just did a really good job as an actor. He really dove into the character. He really brought up the emotions, really convinced me that he was the character, not so much uh, be, not so much just Robert Pattinson with a different name. You know, a lot of actors kind of have the unfortunate quality to them where it almost doesn't matter what role they are in; they're kind of like the same person. You know, I've not <laughs> I've not had that issue with with Robert Pattinson as an actor. Yeah, I, you know, I watched it the other day, you know, after the announcement, because you had uh, recommended me that. He, he is like almost a whole nother person. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. It's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> um, but he's really good in it. You know, I like the facial hair. I like his mannerisms. Kind of has like this different offbeat kind of like Jersey, New York accent vibe to him. Um, I think that he... I. I you know, that really kind of cemented that he can do it. I mean, obviously he can pull it off. You know, he's been, you know, a solid actor for some time, um, you know, and I, you know, like what else, what else, what else are you looking at when you, when you, when you saw him or when he was unofficially announced as Batman, what else are you liking that he can maybe potentially pull off as, you know, the Cape Crusader? Um, not hard to say. We've we've had so many Batmans over the years, and they've all brought their own unique quality. But like even in the case of Ben Affleck, I never really was able to predict what we were going to get out of him until we already got it. You know, I always, I thought you know like in the case of Ben Affleck, I thought he was going to be a good Batman, but I had a hard time articulating why I thought he would be a good Batman, but. As you can see, he he really did pull off that like the brutality aspect of a like a beaten down, a broken Batman. So as far as what Pattinson can bring, that remains to be seen. Is there anything about his look that I mean, does he look like Bruce Wayne to you? Does he look like a you know a Batman? <laughs> I can buy him as a like millionaire playboy. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, here's my thoughts on, you know, Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think that of the names I've saw, as soon as, you know, I saw those, you know, fan pics of him, I started texting a few people over there, but I didn't post on, you know, Twitter or Facebook because I knew I'd get crucified. And he has been, you know, my uh, dark horse to be Batman, you know, ever since Ben Affleck has you know i wanted jake gyllenhaal for a minute that wasn't going to be the case because he's just too old for the role plus you know he's in another movie called spider-man far from home 
playing Mysterio. I really wanted Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought that he could really pull it off and really do the role justice. But Matt Reeves is looking for someone 25 to 30. But when I saw when I noticed that he was 31, 32, 33, I was like, well, he's too old. Like I thought they were going to be literal about where they were looking at for their age ranges. And like I said, he's been the dark horse. Like the names I've seen, he is by far the best choice. I don't think Nicholas Holt is a great actor. He's had a lot of bombs. He did that, you know, he's been in, you know, uh, you know, the X-Men movies, but his he's had like he's gonna have a total of three bombs here in his career. He said Jack the Giant Slayer. He had uh Tolkien and then he's gonna have X-Men Dark Phoenix. Where that movie is <laughs> that movie's gonna only open to like fifty million dollars. And I've heard through various people who have seen the movie that the movie is, you know, worse than X three the last stand. So I mean, I don't think even the general movie going populace is going to look at that and be like, hey, <laughs> this is going to this is not going to last. They're, they're going to reboot the series in a couple of years anyway. So, you know, who cares? Right. <laughs> well, are you talking about X-Men? Yeah. I mean, but you I mean, you have to play that into a factor, right? Like if you, if you are a guy who, who isn't bringing, you know, the business to I mean, I know people are like, well, Pattinson hasn't had a big box office hit since Twilight. That's true. But he has shied away from those films. He's been doing more independent films. He has taken away, he has stripped away, you know, that, you know, sex symbol look and has really tried to, you know, do the Christian Bale, do the Heath Ledger where it's about finding good roles. You know, Matthew McConaughey. It's about finding those good roles, those good juicy roles, and being a part of an ensemble cast that means something. And you can tell, you know, and the movie, you know, he was at Kansas weekend, mm-hmm. you know, the apparently that lighthouse movie that he's doing is uh is something to be seen as well. I've seen so, some screenshots that look pretty good, but I haven't actually seen a trailer or anything. But yeah, that's right. good to hear though. Um it just there's so much you know, out there, like my thing with Nicholas Holt is I never bought him as beast. I never liked him in Jack the giant slayer. I don't, you know, I don't, I've never liked anything that he's done. I'm not saying that he's like a bad guy or anything, but he doesn't bring the edge. He brings like this really nerdy, uh, this really nerd. Like, I don't see him playing, you know, the aloof, the, you know, playboy aspect of who my version of Bruce Wayne Batman is. He's just this guy who is very nerdy. You know, he is a solid actor, but to me, when you're putting a, when you have a, a actor, you have to put that actor's name on a front of a marquee that says, this person is Batman. And to me, Nicholas Holt is not Batman. Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping that Nicholas Holt doesn't get it. And I'm hoping that this is Robert Pattinson's because I do think that Robert Pattinson is, you know, at this a- aspect in his life where he is, I wouldn't say he's as famous as Christian Bale, but he is working towards a body of work that could parallel, you know, Christian Bale at this, you know, juncture in his life. Oh, yeah. Where, sure. you know, where he can, where we can look at a great body of work and say, well, here's, you know, his body of work that says he can be, you know, play this character. Like and you he's mentioned got, earlier, he's he's already been a part of two billion dollar franchises. Yes, 
He's but he you know you can put that name Robert Pattinson up there. Boom, you're gonna get butts in the seats. You know you can you know you know that's what this is kind of about. It's it's not just about you know finding our you know you know our favorite. It's about you know selling some movie tickets. And plus he's got the look of a Bruce Wayne, and he's got that crazy look in his eye. You know, if you're looking at him, he's, you know, where, you know, they talk, Tim Burton talked about it with Michael Keaton where, he, you know, he looked in his eye and he had this, like, crazy look that would suggest he was Batman. The same thing that Chris Nolan said about Christian Bale as, you know, Bruce Wayne Batman. Like, I believe that Pattinson can pull it off. Do I think he needs to put on a lot of muscle mass? Absolutely. But he's got time. If they're not – if they – if he gets cast – this week or next week officially, he can begin to work out over the course of the next few months to put on that weight that he needs to. Because it sounds like they're not going to begin filming to December or January. So I think that, you know, as of right now, as it sits, from what I'm being told, you know, you know, I've asked a lot of people, you know, I asked someone yesterday and they told me ABC always be closing. They got to get the deal. They have to sign the deal. They have to figure it out. So. Um, who knows, who knows, you know, there's a lot of stuff that could kind of go on with mm-hmm. this. They got to figure out how many movies he's going to be doing with Matt Reeves. Is this going to, you know, transcend over to, you know, a shared universe? How's that going to play out? You know, is he going to have to show up in Batgirl or Nightwing or Birds of Prey? Those things have, I'm sure those are being, you know, discussed and talked about as we speak as what to do, but it sounds like they, the studio wants him. It sounds like he wants to do it. Now it's just kind of like the waiting game. Uh, you know, the whole thing's kind of weird because you, you know, you think that if they're going to make that announcement, it'd be kind of like a done deal. So right. I don't know, like that maybe there's more going on behind the scenes that we are not aware of obviously, but you know, I just want this thing to be done signed. Let's get it done and over with. Because you know the worst thing that could happen to me as a fan of this genre, as this of the series, is the person I want to play Batman, who I am all for as Batman. You know, the deal breaks apart and Nicholas Holt or Ansel Edgort, you know, become the Cape Crusader. Yeah, we we will have to see. There's still a lot of unanswered questions floating around how this is all going to work. I fear we're not going to get any answers until the time is right. You know, they got they got a lot of plan to do years in advance. Even like <laughs> they got to start getting the ball rolling on some stuff that's going to be like four or five years out. You know, right? And you know, it's starting to get you know the ball rolling on that stuff. And it's important that they get they have to find the right actor. Mm-hmm. They they do, and I feel like they have found that person. They have found that that guy who can play, you know, the, do the multiple roles, you know, the Bruce Wayne, the Batman, the Bruce Wayne when he's with Alfred, the Bruce Wayne when he's work, running Wayne Enterprises. You know, it, they. I feel like if the, if Robert Pattinson's their guy, they found him. And I'm happy with it. You know, I've seen, we've seen, you know, the knee-jerk reaction, you know, that has come accustomed to casting Batman where they don't like it. The fans, you know, majority of the fandom doesn't care for Robert Pattinson. Well, majority of the fandom didn't care for Michael Keaton and look how that turned out. The majority of the fandom didn't care for Ben Affleck. Look how that turned out. The majority of the fandom didn't care for Heath Ledger. Look how that turned out. So 
Matt Reeves is a good eye for finding great actors. Look at all the movies he's done. And I think that he found another one, too, in Robert Pattinson. So I say let's hold off on the negative knee-jerk reaction that we're so accustomed to. Let's take a step back and look at what does this person bring to the role. Mm -hmm. Can this person act? At the end of the day, can this person act? Yes. Yes, most certainly. Can this person become a chameleon and uh, inherit the role of Batman? Absolutely. He can put on some muscle mass. He can really transform himself and turn himself into a heroic figure. Um, and he's still and, on the younger side too, right? He's like 31 or 32 or something like that. I think he's 32, 33, something like that. Hey, he's still got plenty of time left to be able to jack up and stuff. Yeah, of course. You I mean, look at The Rock. The Rock's what, 50 years old? Yeah. And he's still getting jacked. Joe Rogan's jacked, and he's still, you know, he's 50. <laughs> so, I mean, just because of age, you know, that's not, I mean, Ben Affleck's what, 46, 45, 46. He, he's getting, he's still jacked. So, um, you know, I just think that everyone needs to take a step back. This always happens. We get it. You love the characters of Batman. I mean, this isn't like the ending of an eight, uh, season show that ends pretty horribly like Game of Thrones. Oh, it's, it already, it still stings. So how does this season stand up for you? How did that episode stand for you, Kyle? Pretty sure that the writers are actual clowns. <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're like, okay, we got this thing. The thing's working great. We're just going to throw the thing out in the garbage and call it a day. All right, we're good. Now let's go I've... Let's go write a Star Wars movie. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I saw who was, you know, atop of the throne, I was like, that guy? It. It literally makes no sense. Even up to the final moment, you're just like, wait, why Why are they voting yes? At, why? You don't even know who this person is. Why is this character voting yes? <gasps> so. It, it's, it's bad. <laughs> oh, God. So The Walking Dead turned into the... I, the I said The Walking Dead. So Game of Thrones turned into the it, Walking it's, Dead. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> except, except in Game of Thrones, you can you can have the entire army of the dead become meaningless in the span of one episode. I know. <laughs> huh. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> how not to write a long term series? And like I said, this is a this is a new start, a new fresh start for the Batman mythos. Yeah, and I'm, we're looking forward to it. There's a lot of news that is going to be coming out over the next couple weeks. You know, Suicide Squad. Uh, you know, there's some news that's going to be popping up here shortly, very very shortly. Looking forward to you know that. You know, James Gunn is you know basically done writing. He is already storyboarded his film. He's been working on a lot of stuff. Um, casting is going to be, you know, really come a thing here shortly. And when it comes to casting, we're looking at characters now of the Batman. So we've heard that the penguin is going to be sort of, sort of a main villain. I don't think he's going to be the villain, but he's going to play a major role in this film. 
And I'm assuming Josh Gad is going to be the Penguin. I mean, you know, I'd love to see Steve Carell play the role as the Penguin. I think he'd be an inspired choice. There's a lot of good actors out there to, uh, to you know, to play. Um, but, you know, Penguin, Catwoman, I've heard Catwoman's going to be in there. Uh, the Riddler, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Poison Ivy showed up. Uh, you know, for me anyway, right. I would much, I care more about the Riddler because we already had sort of a film where we had the Penguin in it, you know, Batman Returns. But for me anyway, the Riddler is such a more psychological character for the Batman. And it would be such an interesting way to integrate him at the very first Matt Reeves. I don't know, like you know, there's supposed yeah, to be I, like five. Or I kind six. of, I kind of agree. I think going for a more psychological approach is the better option here. Uh, and the the Joker is probably not a viable option for the first outing, so the the Riddler would kind of be the next logical option there. You know, but yeah, I, I'm not. I will. I will admit, I was a little thrown off when the the first couple of names that were thrown out were Penguin and uh, Catwoman. I was like, because hmm. you were like, wait, wait, where have huh? I heard this before? Batman. <laughs> Are they going to name the Batman Batman Returns? It's Batman Returns again. <laughs> For a second time. Returning. Um, Batman Returning. <laughs> Batman Returning. Oh, um, so, Penguin Catwoman. Wouldn't be surprised if Ivy showed up. Wouldn't be surprised if Riddler. I keep hearing the Riddler, you know, from the from the very beginning of this Matt Reeves Odyssey into writing the Batman. I've always heard that it the Riddler was gonna play a part, a major role in this film. You no, know, I thought I heard the Rob that Robin was gonna be in it, but I don't think that's gonna be the case this first film. Um so it's interesting to see that Batman, Catwoman were kind of like the first, you know, villains to be "Quote unquote leak to the public, um, but there those aren't going to be the only ones. You know, I, you know, I'm hearing five or six of his main rogues gallery are going to be in the film, but they're going to all have different levels within the film structure. It, they're not. It's not going to be, you know, how they did it in like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, where you are having three, four, five villains and they all have their own moments. They're going to play it more like Batman Begins, where you see." Them, you know, like Carmine Falcone, who was like a major villain in year one, the long Halloween, he had long Halloween. He had more of a smaller role that was more integral to the plot at the beginning of the film than so much. So at the end of the film, I feel like they're going to kind of go like that route with these characterizations. You know, he had the scarecrow who, you know, worked with Falcone. And then at the end of the film was working with Rachel Gula. Spoilers if you haven't seen Batman Begins. So I feel they're going to go that route um, with the characters. They're going to you're going to see that main villain and those other villains are going to sort of support that main villain, whether it's the Penguin or whether it is Riddler. I mean that's yet to be seen. It'd be weird to see Josh Gad as you know the main villain this go round. You know I think he's a good actor, but for the Penguin. To be, you know, that guy in this mm -hmm. first, you know, to me is kind of a soft hitter. I'd much rather go with that psychological approach with the Riddler. You know, you know, we're bat. You know, the movie's about Batman 
being more of a detective this time around and for him to kind of go up against someone who to me, you know, you know, Penguin is a great character, but to get that psychological underpinning to really get, you know, for Batman to really have to solve this crime or the figure out these clues. And for me, it makes sense for him to go against a square off against, you know, someone who's known to do that, you know, the Riddler. Yeah, I, I've, I've never really seen the Penguin as a primarily major heavy hitter villain. He's I mean, always he, been a B villain for me. Yeah, like he, I know he's one of the most well known, but in terms of like actual threat and like how much of, of a challenge he is for Batman, it's it's not really that big of a deal. You know, he, I mean, yeah, he's he's like a he's a mobster. You know, he has a gun and stuff, but like that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the extent of his abilities. You know. So it, it would make more sense if he was in that he's more of a an underling to someone else pulling the strings. Right. You know, I kind of hope that he is, you know, at the Iceberg Lounge. He's the one pulling the strings. He's the mobster. He's the, you know, he is warring against Falcones. He's warring against, you know, Rupert Thorne. I would like to see that aspect of the Penguin where he's the one putting out the hit on Batman or he's, you know, you know, uh, Hiring, you know, Deadshot or Deathstroke to take on the Batman, well, you know, because you know, you put the Batman up against the Penguin, you, it's, you know, it's not, a, you know, there's nothing there for him to really fight. It's one punch and it's over with. Whereas if he has to go against the Riddler, it's more of a psychological approach. Obviously, the Riddler <clears throat> is more or less a, you know, just a dude in a green suit. But, you know, he is always he prides himself on being far superior in his intelligence compared to the Cape Crusader. He's though he's like those serial killers who want to be caught, but they want to put you through this this maze of interesting, different things, you know. So, you know, and then Catwoman, we've seen Catwoman. um, and Batman Returns and the Dark Knight Rises. So seeing her again, uh, I mean, it's it will be interesting to see what her role will be in this film, where they're going to go with that route. Um, but it's very, very interesting. It's very, you know, the ball is just rolling. I mean, we are at, we're probably been recorded for like 27, 28 minutes. We're probably going to call it a day here shortly. There's just that's the news. There's really not a lot of really to talk about because it's still unofficial. We can't yeah. be like, well, this is what, you know, the, here's where the, they should go with this, you know, with him. Here's, you know, where I'd like to, it's still unofficial. We just wanted to get out, you know, get our thoughts. I'm for it. Kyle's for it. Get big thumbs up. You know, and, I mean, are we missing anything? I mean, they did have the first trailer for Hush. That was kind of uninspiring for me. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that animated version of Hush they have coming out. But she's, I, I don't know. It might be the one that was kind of thrown up by the, the blue suit. <laughs> they went was, straight was, up, went for the blue bass suit in that. I'm like, well, okay, this is kind of weird. It's it's bizarre. It's definitely bizarre. I mean, I love the Hush storyline, so I'll probably see it for that alone. But the Hush to me is kind of like the Dark Knight Returns. It's kind of like it's famous, but it's not like my favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'd be cool it. if down the line they decide to do a live action version of Hush. You know, I think he'd be a pretty good fit for the Robert Pattinson Batman if they eventually get to like a second or third movie. I don't know. I like the character Hush, but I just don't think that that 
I mean, that to me, that story is memorable for its artwork, not so much its story. You're not wrong. It, <laughs> definitely one of the best looking comics. And it's and that's not to say anything against you know Jeff Loeb or Jim Lee. Great, great you know story, but my still my favorite is Long Halloween Zero Year. You know that's where you know where what I'm hoping for for them to really take that and to run with it. So. Um, I really, that's kind of it. Like everyone's just kind of like on pins and needles waiting to figure out what happens. It's such a fluid situation and we don't want to, you know, go deep dive into this bat news until it's more <laughs> official because, you know, yeah. that wouldn't make sense for us. You know, you don't want to do an hour and a half on a guy who is almost Batman. You want to do an hour and a half on a guy who is Batman. So as far as I'm concerned, this episode is done. We are glad to be back. We're happy that you are listening to us, you know, getting back to doing regular shows once a week. Now that school's over for me. School's over. Com- Our tech problems know, are taken care of. Hopefully we get back. For now. Tech. For now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like that, me, like it was weird for like, like no joke. Kyle lost his computer. Like he had a whole hard drive situation. Yeah. Where he like, how long were you out for? Uh, Almost a week because the hard drive failed. So I didn't have a way to like record videos or anything like that. So then I had to reorder a new hard drive, get it delivered, get it installed, get like everything moved over to the new hard drive, make sure everything was working properly. So that was like a day or two of just like troubleshooting and make sure making sure everything was running how it was supposed to run. And then like literally the day after I got that all taken care of, your computer started to have issues. And like <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing ever because what happened was my computer, like I had an update come up. So, and usually I never have trouble. I've never had like real issues with my computer. I usually just very bare minimum recording, grading stuff, you know, regular Google searches here or there. I don't play games on it very much. Um, like Pokemon Red, for, like here or there. But like, it's just a very, you know, it's a work computer. It's not like, you know, something that I'm, you know, creating things or, you know, you know, editing things on. So, I was, I think I was messaging Kyle or something and I was trying to get Spotify going. Then it went into like this, wanted to do an update and then the, it got kind of like frozen. So I shut it off. And when, as I shut it off, trying to turn it back on to boot it back up for some reason, I got stuck in this like safe mode where it didn't want to turn on. Right. So I couldn't turn it on. Like we were literally going to record that night, Kyle. That's right. I remember. We're going to record that night. I was like, well, I can't get my computer to turn You sent me a picture over Messenger. You're like, oh, this doesn't look good. Yeah, I'm like, this has never happened. So, uh, yeah, it's been been interesting. I had to, like, completely – so I I was without a computer for three days. I thought I was going to have to buy a new one. But they said, well, here's your last ditch attempt. Uh, You can take it in. Or, you know, I was like, you know, like I've had this computer now for four years. There's no point in me, you know, taking it and spending three, four, five hundred bucks on, you know, updating it or getting it fixed. I might as well just buy a new one. So I literally put it in like a new computer in the bot, like in the cart to purchase. I called the (laughs) I called Apple. I was like, you know, like we tried this. Is there anything else I can do? Well, did you do like a hard reset? I was like, no. She's like, let's try that. Maybe if you do a hard reset, you'll get everything. They're like, you're going to lose everything. I was like, yeah, I know the risk when it comes to that. So, you know, that was a five-hour odyssey of just, you know, waiting to kind of like find out, you know, what was going on with my computer. So I know we said this previously. We're going to get back to, 
in the swing of things, just when you don't have, when both of you, when both of us don't have computers, the last thing we want to do is try to record via phone. So <laughs> that'd be a nightmare right there. Yeah. So, uh, episode 132 in the bag. Yeah. Episode 132 is over with. Make sure that you are following us on Shailen on Bat on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Batman Shanlin. You can follow Kyle at Looting Kyle. And then you can make sure that you are following us, not following us, but give a like uh, on our Facebook page at the Shailen on Batman podcast. Is it the Shailen or is it just Shailen on Batman podcast? I think it's just Shailen on Batman podcast. I think so too. Like you can tell that we're always on our Facebook page. So, <laughs> well, make sure that you're doing this as soon, as soon. Like you know, this is such a, such a fluid situation. As soon as you know this episode goes up, we might get official news. As soon as we hear something official, we will definitely be back in the Batcave discussing it. So, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for so much for being there. That's it. Peace.